What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome back to another episode of the Fanboy MMA Podcast. On this episode, I will be talking about Chris Cyborg and her new promotion, Bellator. A fight we might see this weekend in Abu Dhabi at UFC 242 that is not on the card. The retire and unretire game MMA fighters play and who is coming back why a case can be made for Dustin Poirier to be the best lightweight ever if he wins this weekend. And Cain Velasquez, the professional wrestler. And finally, in the final bell, why combat sports fans like you should be happy YouTubers are fighting. Let's fucking go. All right, five quick hits. Here's the first hit. Chris Cyborg signed with Bellator a couple days ago, yesterday, actually. Um, she's one of the best female combat sports fighters ever. And she has signed a new record-breaking deal with Bellator MMA. This brings so many opportunities for Cyborg. Considering who Bellator is partnered with, Viacom and DAZN. Not only will she be able to fight in Bellator and supposedly she's gonna get a title shot right away uh, against Julia Budd, but she can also fight in Ryzen or she can box and maybe she can go pro wrestling route I mean she's hinted at all of those before it wouldn't surprise me at all if eventually Bellator opens up a featherweight Grand Prix now that they have two of the biggest featherweights ever uh, in their champion Julie Budd and now Chris Cyborg who was the former UFC champion this is such a massive move in MMA and it's another massive star that's leaving the UFC to go to Bellator It's telling that people are jumping ship to go to Bellator from the UFC. Just a couple of years ago, it was the other way around where fighters were leaving Bellator to go to the UFC. Now they have champions in Bellator that were former UFC fighters like Ryan Bader, Jay Gardner Sassi, and now Chris Cyborg. This signing is about Chris Cyborg and the potential that she has and Bellator has with along with Cyborg. The sponsorships, the all the money that they can make together 
all Chris Cyborg has ever wanted was to be wanted. And in the UFC, she was wanted, but her division, the featherweight division, was like the ugly stepchild. It was never taken seriously, and it's still not taken seriously, especially with Chris Cyborg leaving. But now there's, she's in Bellator, where they are really taking that division seriously. They have an actual division. Chris Cyborg, whether she beats Julia Bader, if she doesn't, there's other opportunities for her in Bellator. It was very tough in the UFC for opportunities. Not anymore. Chris Cyborg is a megastar in MMA. People love her and people hate her for whatever reasons, their own personal reasons, which is fine. Not every fighter has to be loved by everybody. But she's going to be treated right in Bellator. This is a massive opportunity for both Bellator and Chris Cyborg. She's going to be promoted. Something the UFC didn't really do. They just held, they just barely started doing little promoting for Amanda Nunes. And Amanda Nunes is probably the best female fighter in MMA history. They just started. Chris Cyborg is going to have so many opportunities now. She's going to be everywhere. It'll be nice for both Bellator and for Chris Cyborg. This is an awesome partnership. One that I have said needed to happen for at least a year and a half now. Two years, maybe. But now it's happening. And we're going to see Chris Cyborg fight the best in the division. Starting with Julia Budd, apparently. All right, on to the second quick hit. Um, at UFC 242 this weekend, we have a huge title fight as the main event. The lightweight champion, Habib Nurmagomedov, will defend his title against the interim champion, Dustin Poirier. But what if that fight doesn't happen? What if we get another fight? A fight MMA fans have been hungry for for years literally praying to the MMA gods what if the MMA gods forbid something happens to Dustin Poirier and Tony Ferguson steps in to fight Habib Nurmagomedov we finally get Habib versus El Kukui Finally. I'm not saying I want anything to happen to Dustin Poirier. Not at all. He's legit. 
There's more on him later. This is just a hypothetical what if. What a weird way of getting Habib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson finally. If it was to happen. I know Tony Ferguson has shot it down saying that he's not it's not going to happen. But what if it what if Dustin Poirier fell ill or injures himself or doesn't make weight? They're not just gonna scrap the scrap a Habib Nurmagomedov fight. Not with Tony Ferguson in the house. Fuck no they won't. But what a fitting way would it be for us to finally get this after so many tries. It would be perfect. The fight would be pretty perfect too, I would assume. I don't want Dustin Poirier. I don't want anything to happen to Dustin Poirier. But if something happened to him and Tony Ferguson is in Abu Dhabi on weight, supposedly, what if we got Habib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson? Imagine, imagine it, think about that fight happening. We've all thought about it so many times. The damn fights almost come to fruition like a hundred times now. Do we finally get it this weekend? I hope not for Dustin Poirier's sake. I really hope not, but it's a possibility. On the third quick hit, MMA retirements and then unretirements. The latest is Alexander Gusison. He has been mentioned in fighting Luke Rockhold in a comeback fight, which is kind of weird. But okay. I mean, I'm down. I'll watch any Alexander Gustafson fight. But Alexander Gustafson, if he comes back, it would be good for MMA. He's loved. He's a very good fighter. He's fun to watch. But in the past and lately, a lot of fighters have been doing this, retiring and then coming back. They can't stay away. I mean, shit, we just saw what Chuck Liddell and uh, Tito Ortiz fight. Liddell has been away forever. But recently, 
Former champion Uriah Favor retired. And he was away for nearly three years. Then the UFC came to his hometown, where his gym is at, Team Alpha Mel. Based in Sacramento, California, the UFC came rumbling in, and he decided to come back. Against a guy many had him losing to, Enrique Simone. Faber ended up searching Simone in 46 seconds flat in the first round. Starched. The old man is back. The California kid is back. Now he's making call-outs of champion Henry Cejudo. <laughs> Not yet. Earlier this year, Stefan Struve left his gloves in the middle of the octagon after winning a fight. It's been confirmed that he's coming back against Big Ben Rothwell at UFC Washington, D.C. in December. The last time we saw Matt Brown was two years ago after he ended Diego Sanchez's night with a dirty elbow. Now Brown is coming back to fight Ben Saunders at UFC 245 in December. Anthony Johnson. There's been rumblings about him. And Dan Hardy. Will he be returning to the Octagon at some point? Rumors say yes. Johnson has been away from the Octagon for two years. Last time we saw him was at UFC 210, where he was choked out by Daniel Cormier. We're on UFC 242 now. That was 32 pay-per-views ago. And now he wants to come back. And Dan Hardy? One of my personal favorites has been away a lot longer than anyone else mentioned. Seven years. Last time we saw Hardy in the Octagon not giving an interview, the UFC was still on Fuel TV seven years ago. How many of y'all can even say that you were watching the UFC on Fuel TV seven years ago. Of all of these fighters returning, I'm the most hyped about Dan Hardy. I want to see him return. He's 37. But he's been away for seven years. He left at 30 years old, which in MMA is pretty young, to be honest. I mean, how old is Daniel Cormier? And he's still pretty damn good, right? What, he's in his 40s? Is he 40? 41? 42? 
Dan Hardy's been gone for seven years. I get it. He's 37. He hasn't fought in seven years now. But he left at 30. And it's not like he hasn't he hasn't trained. He's been training that whole time. I would personally never miss a Dan Hardy fight. And if he returns, I won't miss that either. I want him to come back. Even if it's just for one fight, I want to see Dan Hardy come back. Everyone else, I'm, I guess I'm okay with. Very favor I was all right with. Stefan Struve, okay. Anthony Johnson, I guess. Dan Hardy, fuck yeah. Give me a Dan Hardy fight all day. And if it's anywhere around me, I'm going. On to the fourth quick hit. Dustin Poirier says if he beats Habib Nurmagomedov this weekend at UFC 242, he will be the go of the lightweight division. That might be a little bit premature. But who he has fought and beaten in that division he could be the best ever. He's on a five-fight win streak with wins over three former champions. Two have been UFC champions. One is a current UFC champion. The one who has never been a UFC champion who has been a champion in other organizations is a tough son of a bitch. Dustin Poirier just went five rounds and beat Max Holloway, the current featherweight champion. Max Holloway is regarded as one of the best pound for pound right now. He's on everybody's list. And if he isn't, you're wrong. That was an absolute war. They they both clipped each other the whole fight. Poirier ended up winning by unanimous decision and getting the interim lightweight belt, which then in turn turned into this fight with Habib Nurmagomedov. Just think of it as Dustin Poirier fighting a boss in a video game to get to the final big boss. So Dustin Poirier beat all these dudes who were bad motherfuckers in Eddie Alvarez, Anthony Pettis, Justin Gaethje, Max Holloway. So he beat Max Holloway, right? one of the big one of the bosses to get to the big ba- boss in Habib Nurmagomedov 
that's where he's at right now. This coming weekend, he's fighting the big boss. Prior to fighting Max Holloway, Poirier also beat Eddie Alvarez and Anthony Pettis, two former champions. He ended Alvarez with punches, and then, of course, Pettis lost due to a rib injury. In between the fights with Alvarez and Pettis, Poirier beat Justin Gaethje. Violent. Violence. He beat him in the fourth round of their fight with punches. The same thing he did against Eddie Alvarez. Punches. Looking back at who Dustin Poirier has fought and beaten, especially lately, you can say if Dustin Poirier beats Habib Nurmagomedov, he is the greatest lightweight ever. That's if he beats Nurmagomedov and beats Tony Ferguson and Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal. No, I'm just fucking with you. He's got to beat Habib Nurmagomedov to be seen as one of the best ever, if not the best ever. And remember, we were going to see the Dustin Poirier and Nate Diaz fight. That fell through. We weren't lucky enough to see that violence. But if Dustin Poirier beats the big boss Habib Nurmagomedov, yeah. He can be talked about as one of one of the best or the best lightweight ever. On the fifth quick hit, one of the best heavyweight MMA fighters ever has turned to pro wrestling. And he's really fucking good at it. Former UFC heavyweight champion Cain Velasquez has found a new endeavor. Pro wrestling, go figure. We saw a clip of his performance and it was very cool to see. If you're into pro wrestling, which I... I am. I'll watch it. I don't hate it like a lot of people in the MMA community do talk shit or whatever. I see it as entertainment more so just entertainment. I don't get all wrapped up in the fighter, in the wrestlers or anything like that, but I see it as entertainment. I like to be entertained, so fuck it. I'll watch it. Whatever. So Cain Velasquez did very well in his in his match. He looked athletic, and he didn't even injure himself. Shocker, right? Whether we ever see Cain Velasquez fight again is a mystery. I mean, we don't know. But since he has potential to be great at something else he loves, which in this case is professional wrestling it's pretty fucking cool if you don't already know in Mexico the three biggest sports are boxing soccer and professional wrestling and yes they count professional wrestling as a sport 
if Cain Velasquez become, becomes good enough and is liked enough or loved, he can become a massive star in Mexico and possibly even in the United States and abroad as a professional wrestler. Just think about how big Brock Lesnar is, how big Ronda Rousey became. Cain Velasquez can do the same. Sure, he isn't in pro wrestling's biggest promotion, the WWE, yet. But if he come, becomes big enough in Mexico, they'll definitely see it. And see him as someone who can rival Brock Lesnar. Only this time in the wrestling ring, not in the octagon, not fighting MMA. It's awesome to see fighters do things outside of the cage that they truly love. And Kane Velasquez is having fun. And he's loving the pro wrestling thing. We as fans should be happy for him and root for him to do big things. And if he doesn't come back to MMA, or if he does come back to MMA, we should welcome him back. Because he's truly one of the good guys in the sport. On to the final belt. YouTubers Logan Paul and KSI are set to fight for a second time on November 9th in Los Angeles. I know y'all hate it. I know. I know MMA fans are not feeling this. I get it. But hear me out. This time around, it will be professional fight. That means no headgear this time. Professional fight. The card will be promoted by one of boxing's biggest promoters, Eddie Hearn and Matchroom Boxing. Unlike the first fight, it will be on a streaming service, The Zone. That same streaming service that Bellator is on. That same streaming service that shows professional boxing. Whereas the last fight was on YouTube because they're YouTube stars. Also on this card will be professional boxers. One of the best boxers in the world. Well, entertaining champion, Billy Joe Saunders is going to be the co-main event. That's right, a real boxing champion is co-main event, co eventing for a couple of YouTubers. This is a lot about how big YouTube is. A lot of people are hating on the fact that these two are fighting again and that it's ruining boxing, blah, blah, blah. I don't think this fight is going to ruin boxing. Boxing has overcome so much more nonsense than a fight with two YouTubers. 
I'm pretty sure boxing will be okay. As for not watching, because fuck these guys, quote unquote, fuck these guys, fuck them, fuck YouTube. (laughs) Y'all are entitled to your opinions. It's fine. But I'll be watching. I watched the first event and I'll watch this one too. Especially since it's a card full of boxing, including a title fight with an exciting champion in Billy Joe Saunders. Although I do understand why people won't watch, I won't be one of them. I personally think that this kind of shit shit show circus fight will help boxing. Combined, these guys have millions of followers on YouTube. There are two of the biggest YouTubers in YouTube history. And there's a shit ton of YouTubers. I'm one of them. And there is a legit beef between them. They genuinely don't care for each other. Might they have respect for each other since they actually put on gloves and hit each other a little bit? Maybe. But now we're going to be able to see them fight with no headgear on, a real fight, a real boxing match. This fight will sell and will bring eyes to the sport of boxing, which in turn could help combat sports in general. Who knows, there might be some kids out there, you know, because the age range of these guys on YouTube are like 10 to 15 or so. There might be some 10 to 15 year olds out there who are tuning in to watch KSI and Logan Paul fight. And they might become interested in boxing and in turn that could turn into MMA. It did for me. I was a boxing fan first, and then I started watching MMA. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but it wouldn't surprise me. And who knows? We might, years down the line, hear a young up-and-coming fighter say, He or she got into combat sports because they watched Logan Paul versus KSI. It could happen. I understand why you don't want to watch. I get it. I really do get it. But for me, it's about the entertainment factor. I want to see these two throw hands. Plus, it's going to be a regular boxing card, and I watch boxing. So, I mean, fuck it, right? I'll watch it, and I have zone already. So, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Most MMA fans who watch Bellator already have zone, So, why not watch 
this. Why not? If you don't like what you see, turn it off. Fuck it. But to me, I'll be watching. Okay. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Fanboy MMA podcast. I'll see you next week after UFC 242. Where we might see Habib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson. Probably not. But you never know. Peace.